Hello and welcome to Inspired, your grown-up girl talk. I'm Stacy Fleece, here with Samantha Tradelius for yet another amazing episode of Inspired. Samantha, how are you? I'm so good. And this is our closeout uh epi- I can't even talk today. It's our closeout episode for the year. We're actually this will cap uh season two. So Yeah, I'm- and we usually don't roll into December with episodes. That's you you know, usually we quit before that because we get so busy with Sparkle and the holidays and stuff. But there were, as we've said, some amazing opportunities to talk to some really cool women that could not be passed up. Yeah. And uh this is I can't think of a better one to end on. So mm-hmm. here we go. Today we have with us Jen Wilder and Marcy Guevara Preet of the Plus Bus in Los Angeles. Now, if you are not familiar with what the Plus Bus is, you need to be. Um, this is an amazing business that is really creating a more inclusive fashion world for plus size, which I, as we get into this, I do want to discuss what that really means, plus size. But welcome, Marcy and Jen. I'm so excited to talk to you guys. This business model you have is so cool. We're glad you think so. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. We're so excited to be here. And, you know, really, at the end of the day, we represent the majority, right? The American woman is, the average American woman is a size 14, I think 16 in 2023. So, you know, the fact that we're represented the minority um, in shopping spaces is pretty much what we're out here trying to uh, combat. It's barfy. Uh, Let's just say it for what it is. Uh, Your business, though, really the uh, was built out of necessity because, you know, as it started, you guys had amazing clothes, beautiful clothes, overflowing closets, had to get rid of this stuff, had to had to rotate out. Um, and so what really started was how are we going to repurpose these, uh, make it sustainable? Can we sell them? Can we resell to someone who's going to love them as much as we did? So tell us a little bit about how this got started, uh, what, almost seven years ago now, right? Yeah, it it really came out of, this is Jen Wilder speaking, that was Marcy that was talking before. Uh, we uh, got together on Facebook, actually, because I wanted to do a, a year of no shopping. I had done a lot of shopping the year before, and then I had had a daughter, and I needed to clean out my 20 years of vintage collections and all kinds of stuff. And I just really wanted to find a way to make that an investment. And with plus size clothing, there really wasn't any way to turn that into money again, or to turn that into other things that could be an investment in the future for my daughter, etc. So I really like went to the internet and Marcy responded with like, well, you don't have to shop, but maybe we could have a swap. And that became LA Swapaholics was what we first called our first meetup. And by the end of that, we saw that there was a huge need, a huge uh, reaction. And also we had about 10 racks of clothing left over after our ginormous donation to Dress for Success. Wow! So we just thought, like thought, well, now we have a store. We basically need to be open somewhere. And that's when we started going to the Rose Bowl. 
Which and is- that's really where the Plus Fest was born. I mean, I just say the last cap to that little sentence is that literally at the end of that event, we looked around. I'm calling my dad. I'm calling my husband. Like, please bring trucks. We have so much clothes. And Jen said, because it was supposed to be a one and done event. Like, let's have fun. We weren't not like besties. We were acquaintances. And um, she said, well, I've always wanted to drive around in an RV and thrift and sell plus size clothing. And I said, and now I sometimes regret this. Uh, I said, you mean like a plus bus? And the plus bus was born. <laughs> the bus got chills. And we we keep having that feeling, you know. And I think that that is the spirit of the plus bus is just like, what can we do with what we have right now to make it better for fat people everywhere? And that's really how we stumbled upon being a sustainable plus size clothing epicenter of Los Angeles, pretty much. So is everything that that's in your store, is it all resale or is there new as well? We have a very wide variety of amazing options. So everything that you're going to find things that are brand new with tags um, all the way to vintage, which yeah. is really only 15 years old, guys. So if it's older than 15 years, it's considered vintage. We're also going to find fast fashion to luxury. So we're kind of like a mini department store. And because we have so many amazing consigners and customers and influencers and celebrities that give us their clothes, a lot of it is just brand new. If it's been pre-loved or pre-owned, it's like a birthday dress that someone wore once or twice or that amazing blazer that like scored them the job, but they're never going to wear again. So it's a really wide array of things, but we really curate it. Sometimes people think we're like a thrift store, which we are not, but we are sort of like a treasure hunt because there's most of the time really only one of everything. So you might come across an amazing Fashion Nova clubwear dress, and then you literally could find a Carolina Herrera gown and a Michael Kors sequins cocktail party dress. So and every kind of Fenty lingerie or Yitty sportswear or Gims, all the brand names that that do offer plus end up here. And that's what's so uh, different about it is that it's in real life and it kind of has become a showroom for plus size fashion. And so we have indie designers that want to sell their new things here and have stock and have sizes and have you know brand new luxury items available and then we also have you know probably 3,000 unique hangers in the store that you really have to look through and find you know your personal style and that's what we help you do with like personal styling shopping assistance the real like girlfriend experience that has been missing from the plus size shopping experience and also just like taking that shame out of it. Like there's no shame allowed in this building and there are no fashion rules that apply inside of this building. The only rule that applies is that you feel beautiful in the skin that you have when you walked in the door and you don't feel like you have to change one thing about yourself to like dress the way that you want to dress. That's got to be the hardest thing for so many of your clientele because the media has so many of us believing that we are imperfect. We are um, not in a position to be comfortable in our own skin. And, you know, we are our worst critics and we're constantly faulting ourselves. So um, I can't, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of tears that flow in your store throughout the price. It's got to be a little cathartic, right? It's overwhelming at first, I think, but it it is, we have, we have, you know, everybody in the world faces some sharp edges in life on this subject. Let's be honest, like shopping as a woman period is 
horrible. Shopping as a person in general is just really, really tough. And thin people experiencing what was missing for fat people is just as powerful as the fat people experiencing it too. But it's just when you come into this space where fat phobia isn't an option, it just shows you how much room in your life it's taking up. And it can be a process of opening up yourself to letting go of that. So being that you've been in this space for seven, eight years now, have you seen the marketplace shift? You know, I've seen it shift, you know, but not in the direction 100% that you would want it to. But still, I mean, we're further ahead than I think we used to be. Where models aren't, you know, size zero anymore, which is not reality. Um, But, you know, how have you seen the marketplace shift um, in your industry? I always joke that when we started, we had the big five. So it was like Eloquie, Lane Bryant, Torrid, Ashley Stewart, these people that you've heard of, you know, maybe Target, like big box brands. Um, I feel like ASOS was like special to get, you know, even Eloquie at that time was really special. Now, like Jen said, there's 3000 hangers in here and probably like 200 different brands from indie brands like Jen's brand, You're Too Much, which she makes to Selkie, which makes these like ethereal, amazing, just like fun party dresses to uh, Zelly for She or Prem that's like a now defunct brand that people love and is almost like a collector's item. So definitely we have seen so many new brands emerge and every single day someone is emailing us to say like, I am starting my own blah, blah, blah. And sometimes I'm like, okay, we don't need any more of that. But no, I mean, at the end of the day, the fact that like Jen was saying, our straight size counterparts have 900 options and we have nine, let's say the biggest mall you could ever imagine um, is a problem. And we dream, (laughs) yeah, we dream of a day where we, you know, the reality is, is that, the mall doesn't really need to have what we have because the plus bus has it. And we're just filling that void. I love that you can shop some of my favorite brands like good American online, but I love walking into Nordstrom and seeing it on a hanger and touching it and feeling it. And I'm an impulse shopper. I want to try it on and I want to take it home now and wear it tonight. And mm-hmm. that is really the gift of the plus bus, especially being in LA, which we do ship internationally and we ship in obviously United States, but like, I don't know. I just, I, there's so many people that will come here and say like, I have a date tonight. I have the Emmys tomorrow. I got invited to the teen choice awards pre-party and like it's tonight. And this is one of the only places in LA where they can come and even have the like sheer hope that they might get into a designer outfit or at least hopefully into something that's like indie and cool and funky because no one wants to be styled. Like looking the part is a big part of it in Hollywood and everywhere else. And I think that's, kind of what we focus on like Marcy says you can change from the outside in and kind of um when you dress for the life that you want to live and you dress for you know the position that you want to hold and you treat yourself with the worthiness that you deserve you change your life and your outfit is a huge part of walking into that room and feeling like you are part of the scene you're the main character you have something to say you don't need to shrink and I think we're seeing not only the brands evolve and the voices um, emerge from this white space that is plus size fashion, because honestly, to this point, and in my opinion, we don't have plus size fashion, we have clothing, you know, we we really do lack voices, we lack artistic, we lack, you know, those things that are just for the sex, drugs and rock and roll of fashion. And that's what every other brand for skinny people sells every single day they are sold the sex drugs and rock and roll that makes that pair of jeans really sexy and you want it right now and when it comes to the plus size 
person, we just still are not getting any of that marketing. We're not getting any of that investment. And the plus bus is sort of this lens that's just shining a light on this is what it could be like in a world where fat people are seen as the epitome of beauty and the center of beauty for fatness and not as the exception to beauty and not as the token little inclusion into this fashion scene that they're trying to portray. Um, I was just listening to um, a podcast yesterday. I don't even know what, I don't remember what it was, but they were talking about Rebel Wilson and how she has this new mm -hmm. clothing line and she has historically been a, a plus size, um, you know, actress and how she's now super skinny or has lost a bunch of weight. <laughs> yeah. And now she's got this new line of like tracksuits or whatever. And then the highest they go is an extra large. And the community, you know, that follows her and respects her is like, girl, you know, where's the rest? If and I had to pick a topic that you said not to talk about, it would be this because I honestly feel like they did it on purpose. So yeah. we would talk about it. And in two weeks, right listen, in two or three weeks or in February, guess what? There's going to be one, two, three X now. They've expanded. But I feel that it's a marketing move to get yeah. all of her fat followers complaining and crying and commenting. And then all of the people that want another tracksuit, like that want that, um, are going to go buy it. Was and that so, a, was that a read? No, I just I, think I it's so targeted. <laughs> Jen is like, wearing Jen is wearing no I want it Jen is wearing a really cute juicy couture like head to toe velvet like bring it back I love my juicy sweats so yes. much yes. Nice. Yes. I want to I do want to touch oh look at that this is very good very vintage. The three piece I like it say on the, butt? the article was or the the conversation was about too how a lot of brands don't make larger sizes because it actually costs them more to produce them, which is bullshit every because they're not produced. Like I produce plus size fashion every single day and I have yeah. zero dollars behind me. Like it's just, it, it, if you think about what I was saying, the sex drugs and rock and roll hasn't historically included a fat person as an aspirational character in those ads. And so they haven't really invested in getting those customers most of these designers and owners of these companies are skinny white men that don't know fat people or associate with fat people or have to care about fat shoppers they see that it's selling online without any effort and they're just going to keep doing that because it's, yeah it's, it's the it's, uh, it's the old man that lives in ohio right exactly. uh, <laughs> i do i want to touch base on the high-end designers that you have in your store because I, I first of all, I find it really interesting because th I feel like they do not go out loud with the fact that they even make plus size, uh, plus size clothing, clothing. And it's like they I don't know, I feel like they think it'll impact their brand if people know they make plus size clothing, I, I, I clothing. I remember there was um there was a, an artist and I can't remember which one it was. It might have been Maren Morris uh, for the for the Grammys. And she is, I think she famously said she was a size eight and she was up for an award and she at a size eight could not get a single designer who would design a dress for her. And yet you have Carolina Herrera dresses in plus size in your store. I These think it was are, baby. Why, 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 why the disconnect here? It was okay. So to answer the question, Leslie Jones. 
Rexa. But he, okay, as a stylist. Oh, it was BB Rexa. That is who it was. BB Rexa. I remember because she's not that at all. Here's the no. other thing. I'll be really honest. I've done a lot of celebrity styling in my history and past, and I'm actually re resurrecting that career. So call me. Um, first of all, again, another marketing ploy to get people to talk about you because if you have the right amount of money, honey, anyone will make you anything. So let's just be really honest about that. When we hear these sob stories about celebrities, and I'm sorry, I'm just in a mood. I'm just going to say what I'm feeling, which is when we hear these sob stories about celebrities, the reality is they didn't want to pay. Yeah. So it's bullshit. It's half bullshit. It's and not. it's half when you're not a sample size. Okay. So Anne Hathaway is going to the Oscars. She's going to get pulled. Her stylist is going to go to Versace and Gucci and whoever, like you said, Alexander McQueen. And they're going to pull a bunch of, size zero, size sixes, size four, size twos, whatever they have in their archive. Because guess what? Anne Hathaway can fit in all of those. It doesn't cost them any money to let her borrow a dress and wear it on the red carpet. But when BB Rexa walks in at an eight, they can make her something. It's just going to cost money. $25,000. Or five or 10 or whatever it is. Whatever. Sometimes it's whatever you can afford. I've had designers literally tell me, well, you know, Oprah usually pays. And I'm like, okay, well, Oprah has a lot of money. Like, you know, but it, it, it could be $8,000. It's just I that- do custom starting at 1500 and that just barely gets you going and into your first bit down like it's just that's basically expensive. free yeah. yeah it's very expensive to do but the thing about that particular aspect of it is that these brands don't really go up to those sizes and so it's up to different marketplaces to ask them to extend their sizes and then that marketplace becomes the only place that you can find that specific size so it's not really a part of the regular collection you can go to paris and go into chanel and and yeah, you can't go find, in these stores and find it i mean but they would make it for you find, you can't find an 18 and you can find a 20 at chanel but it's like they sell the first day and they have a list of clients that are waiting for those things that have been buying them since 1962 um, so it's just like a very different world, um, luxury versus like contemporary clothing. Like I would even just like love to see some contemporary designs in plus size clothing. Like the things that you wear to the press tours, the things that you wear to your, you know, very, very important meetings, um, the things that when you travel and things like this, that, I mean, there's 50 resort lines. You know, there's 50, you know, different kinds of straight size lines for every kind of voice that you could want to have. And plus sizes has always and still is facing the challenge of breaking off from that monolith that plus size is a style. And plus size has a certain set of rules. Mm -hmm. Plus size people are people, period. They're everywhere. They're in every socioeconomic breakdown they're in every neighborhood there is not a place where you could go and move to a fat neighborhood because fat people have existed <laughs> everywhere and they're oh my everywhere. god i love you there might be someday they'll <laughs> be there the fat neighborhood if there was a fat neighborhood i would open a store in it today but i don't have to because there's fat people walking down my street every single day and they have never been offered an in real life shopping experience that is affirming of what they are right now when they walk in. So I want to talk about that. Like always been exclusionary, you know. I want to expand on on that ex cool. <laughs> on that experience because you know we've talked to um, stylists before, and you know what they do for women and how 
clothing and, and what we put on our bodies can help us, you know, with our self-esteem and feel better about ourselves. You know, what does that day look like for you when a woman walks in the door that, that needs that lift? I mean, and, and how does that process roll out on your end? Well, and I'll say too, Samantha, we have a really wide array of clients. So we have a lot of intersection with the queer community. And so for us, it's any person that needs to put clothes on their body. Because the reality is clothes have no gender. So you want to walk in and say to me that, you know what, it's the end of the pandemic and my office is calling. We're going back to work. I've gained 40 pounds and I none of my suits fit. Come on in, girl. Let's get you set up. I am, I just got a job at Sephora and I am, you know, a 30 year old queer person or whatever. And I want to look like leather and hot and this and that. Like the day that that person walks in for us, is just, it's a party. It's every day though. That's the thing about the plus one. <laughs> but what our goal is, is to help that person build that confidence from the wardrobe. So starting from the outside in, like Jen said. We may not be able to, you know, dose it, put it in a bottle so that you could, you know, take it like a vitamin, which I wish we could, but we can help you make the wardrobe that makes you feel complete, that makes you feel confident, whether it's in the bedroom or the boardroom or the ballroom, like wherever you're going, that you need to feel like you have that armor to walk in the room and feel like you belong, feel like your seat at the table matters and that people aren't distracted by what you're wearing. Like that's really what we do here. And so we offer personal styling. We offer personal styling in person or via zoom. We have our entire team is really well-trained to sort of handle any sort of challenge problem area. I don't show this. I don't show that. And we're also really about sort of, I feel like the term body positivity is sort of like tired, but even just like gratitude, like, okay, you may not be obsessed and in love with your arm. That's fine. But like, I'm about to, acceptance and gratitude and we're just going to make you look great so that you're not thinking about your arms and moving on you know so for us it's really a, a place that we hope that people can walk into free of judgment free of shame we like to say please come alone no um but like you know we don't really need mom's negative voice of that's not my favorite on you or the f word of mm, it's not that flattering um, we're really about wearing what you want, wearing what makes your heart sing and finding things within every person's like size range and price point that is really going to make them walk out that door and feel like they have a new lease on life. And also well, with your backgrounds like as fashion designer and stylist and having that in your background, you guys are the perfect people to be doing this. And I feel like it is, it, I feel like this goes far beyond the, the actual textile and the actual clothing that it really is about the mental state, the emotional state, the, the acceptance of, um, wanting to, wanting to think that you look beautiful. And I think there's so much out there where people, first of all, I think plus size people oftentimes don't even know how to dress because they don't think they're allowed to wear bodycon dresses or, um, leggings with, cutie high heels or they like they just they're like oh that I can't I can't wear that yes you can but it also has to come from the inside of the the um the the confidence to do it and you guys I think sounds like instill so much of that and I you know I was reading a bunch of the reviews online and and I hate Yelp just for the record I'm gonna put that out there I think it's a horrible website I think it's a horrible (laughs) Uh, it's just, it, people are anonymous behind it. It sucks, right? You can bash anybody. I hate it. But 
there there were like only five star reviews for you and people were literally gushing over their experience in your store and coming from outside of LA like coming from places that you have to fly to get there so um I'm gonna say like y'all need to expand uh outside of LA maybe Mm. if there's any investors uh listening to this or if you know any ladies uh let us know um we I have chills right now because the reality is uh you know it's, it's getting cold here at night but we're in California. And so I had all these amazing coats sitting in my garage. And uh, uh, right before Thanksgiving, I met a couple of people that were here, like from Wisconsin or just visiting family. And I'm like, oh my gosh, people are like coming to the plus plus and they're cold. They're leaving to go to a cold place or visit a friend in a cold place or go visit family. It's like, we should really get those coats out. But you know, we love to think that because we see people every day that are like, I'm here from London. I'm on my honeymoon from Australia. And my husband, like I told him we had to come here. So he's sitting on the couch, but we are like, you go to man's Chinese theater, you're going to Venice beach and you're hitting the plus bus. Like if you're plus size, it really has become a destination. And we're like, just so honored. And like, we can't really believe it's true. So we are, of course, every day, the goal is to expand every day. The goal is to reach more people online and you know, hopefully, continue to grow because we know this more model in LA. Even I mean, there's probably eight million people in a five mile radius of this store, and if you think about fifty percent of them are women, and fifty percent of them are over size sixteen, that's probably three million people. You've just got the in perfect target. It's the perfect <laughs> yeah, target it, market. It, now it, you it, mentioned too that you recently bought a bus. Yes, we did. Yeah, we the did. plus bus is actually a bus now. Oh, it's so cute. It's like my Barbie dream house. I love it. I like want to put a slide and a jacuzzi on the roof. Like, oh my so god, fun. I love that. It's all pink and it's clouds, and I pull up in my little outfits, and I just I love it so much. It makes people so happy when they see me driving down the road, and we have people just find us from the truck and come into the store, go to our website and shop and stuff like that. So it's been really exciting to like, really, I mean, everything that we dream, well, we work very hard. I will say that we work really hard all the time, um, because this just comes naturally to us. And we manifested that bus i swear to you is there a manifestation no, we still don't know how that even it just like poof appeared it was perfect and it was in our price range but, and- but i joked that like we did manifest that bus because the night after the swap i went home told my husband guess what jen and i are going to buy a bus we're going to drive it around the country and we are going to do a thing and it's going to be called the plus bus and he's like um, do you know how much that's going to cost? Where are you going to park it? <laughs> Who's going to drive it? What Listen, about husband, what about the- back it up. Stop crushing my dreams. Uh, so he was a dream crusher, but we started doing pop-ups and he would help us rent a little van and we would drive around in these like little sprinters and like oh tape a banner on the side. And, and then Jen found a brick and mortar and then that evolved into during the pandemic, getting a better brick and mortar in a better area. And then when this bus came to us through a dear friend that kind of connected us to this person from the internet again, um, it really was, it just felt like time. So the plus bus is a manifestation. Like if you're listening to this and you have a dream, you have a goal, you think something's out of your sight, especially if you're a plus size person, especially if you're someone, anyone that thinks that your weight is holding you back, it's not. And like, you can have the life of your dreams. You don't have to wait for five pounds to, you know, or 50 pounds, like to have the life of your dreams. And like that to me is what that bus represents. 
I love it. So what's up next for you two ladies? Oh my god! What's up? It's like so scary to talk about our plans because they're so huge. But I think you know, put it out there. Come on. We uh, we need three thousand more square feet. I mean, that's for one. We we don't have enough space to properly display all the items that we have in storage. We have a lot of sales walking out the door. That I mean, sitting in a warehouse that could be walking out the door and stuff like that, and. We want to offer things like masculine and wide calf boots and bridal and these things that are very niche, but they need space in real life and they need people need that service. So um, my dream and our goal right now is to expand into a secondary space um, nearby that is going to act as like more of a a menagerie of all kinds of stuff from the low end to, you know, I'm saying like $4 and 99 cents to 499, but I'm just making that up. I'm I like 10, yeah, $10, $10 I don't know, but sort of like all the stuff that we have that, you know, we can't really sell in this space because we have 1200 square feet and every single hanger here has to be a banger an a plus plus, like it's the thing that you should have ordered and you never did or blah 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 couldn't find your size like these are amazing pieces that everyone or scared, scared to order because you didn't think it exactly. would look right on you it wasn't a big tent it. so you couldn't wear it or you don't want to support sheen or you don't want to support forever 21 but supporting a fat owned business is another question and paying that little extra money to support people that or are for fat people, you know, and, and keep the sustainability going with all the fast fashion. Like we also want to be like going out into the world and doing more events and traveling and seeing people. Like I want to go from every city to the next city, opening plus buses. That's my ultimate goal. You need you need one up in the Bay Area. I saw order. several people online saying, "Please come to San Francisco." If we had anyone out there with five million dollars that wants to really invest I love in it. what our dream is because I think Who will get us going? I mean, we literally have built this from two hundred dollars each. And that's what we that's what really is the story of the plus bus is that we took the space that we had dedicated to fat phobia and tearing ourselves down and we created the world that we wanted to live in and we create the opportunities for fat people to wear the outfit too and to take up that space and we have created a whole entire fativerse of people that need places to feel safe and places to express themselves and for no more fat voices to go unheard and no more fat talent to go unseen and no more fat authors or whatever it is, all these people through history that we have lost to the, you know, the system of fat phobia and misogyny, basically. And we're just here to like show by, you know, I'll wear the string bikini out in public and I will show you how you can be 300 pounds and wear whatever you want no one is going to die when you walk outside showing your arms no one is going to spontaneously combust because they saw your thigh in public oh my god it's you ladies real. are it's all made up we you ladies are so serious. amazing and i can't believe our 30 minutes is like come and gone so quickly what you're doing for women what you're doing for fashion what you're doing to just kind of disrupt the mainstream is very cool I'm so glad that we got to close out our year with the two of you. Uh, plusbus.com is where we can find you. And if you're in LA, come and check out uh, these two wonderful ladies. Everybody else, get out there for the rest of this year and be inspired.